I'm John DiLiberto, and you're hearing the Echoes podcast from PRX. On October 29th, we lost a really good musician, Ryan Carazia. If you knew his music, then you knew him as Low Roar. That had been the name of his band since 2010. We had Ryan on the show twice in the early 2010s, playing live and being interviewed both times. I thought this week I'd take a moment to bring you a musician who wasn't so well known, but should have been. Before we get to that, I want to tell you about Echoes Online. You know, you're probably going to be traveling somewhere. Winter season is coming up, Christmas, the holidays. You probably can't hear Echoes everywhere you're going, but you could take the perfect travel soundtrack with you by getting a subscription to Echoes Online. Echoes Online gives you 24-7 on-demand access to Echoes shows. There's also exclusive online-only streams and Echoes shows without the talking, just the music. Just get the free Echoes app on your cell phone and you can take Echoes with you pretty much anywhere you can get a signal. Go to echoes.org to find out more about Echoes Online. In late 2011, Low Roar made one of the most beautifully haunting albums of the year. The musician behind that album was Ryan Carazia, known as one of the founders of the Audrey Sessions. They were an alternative rock band from San Francisco. But he moved to Iceland in 2010, and something in that Nordic nation's ether, probably the same thing imbibed by Sigurós, Olaf Arnolds, and Amina, crept into his music. Ryan came into the Echo's living room to play, after which I sat down with him and listened quietly to Low Roar. Carazia sits in the Echo's living room, thin with shaggy brown hair and looking every bit the slacker. Across from him is the equally thin but blonde keyboardist Julius Begason, hunched over a pair of antique keyboards. Carazia is an American who lives in Iceland now, but he doesn't speak much Icelandic. So do you speak Icelandic? Very poorly, and not often. When, he, when he's drunk. Yeah, when I'm, when I'm drunk, and we're not in Iceland. He writes about his tendency to imbibe in one of many heart-rending introspective songs on his debut album, released under the name Low Roar. It's called Just a Habit, and it sounds like one of several love songs on the album, but it's not. This is a, a love song, but maybe not with a person. I think it's just about being a drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I heard Iceland's really good for that. Yeah, on the weekends, yeah. <laughs> it's just a head. It's just a head. It's just a Ryan Carazia's Icelandic odyssey began in California, where he was born in 1982. And why did you move from beautiful San Francisco to beautiful Iceland, but colder? Yeah, because uh, I married a beautiful Icelandic girl. Oh, well, that, that'll do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it did it. 
In San Francisco, there was little inkling that Carranza had this kind of music in him. He was playing in an alternative rock band called The Audrey Sessions. I wrote a lot of slow songs. I think they just, they never really saw maybe the light of day. You know, in, the, in that kind of project, there was a lot of other people involved in the writing, and they wanted to be doing maybe heavier stuff than... So it was kind of like the songs went through a blunder. You know? so. <laughs> and separated out. Yeah, yeah. Brentleys yeah. and filters yeah. and everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Garazia's debut as Low Roar is a haunting mix of electronic ambiences, acoustic folk, and shoegaze moods. Much of it sounds like it was written in a monastery, which may have been the psychological mood when he moved to Iceland in late 2010. You know, I didn't have an acoustic guitar when I started working on this record. I only had my electric, because I could only take one guitar with me when I moved. And I had a laptop that had GarageBand on it. So all the earlier stuff, the last songs on this that were written for the album are the acoustic ones. Because then I got an, an acoustic guitar. And actually, the first song that was written for the record was Because We Have To. That was the first one that I sat down and remember I wrote it. But um, I think the last one was Give Up. Although he composed the songs in Iceland, many of them harken back to his days with the Audrey Sessions. He founded the group with bassist Alicia Marie Campbell, with whom he also had a romantic relationship. One of the songs that emerged out of that was Friends Make Garbage, Good Friends Take It Out. I didn't um, think that much with this song, actually. It was I just kind of wrote it really fast, but it ended up being kind of for the old band members. There was two in particular um, that were really close and it was kind of a, a song for them, I think. Well, you had a relationship with one of the band members yeah. in, in, right? Yeah. Audrey Sessions. Yeah. So it's written for, for her and... It's it for uh, Alicia and Mike, uh -huh. the names, and it was kind of... It's a sad and happy song, I guess, you know. strangely quaint sound. Among his garage band noises, synthesizer moods, and loops, he also uses acoustic guitar and harmonium. Combined with his hushed, vulnerable delivery, Low Roar has the feel of an intimate, albeit slightly stoned, parlor concert. I tried not to have an idea of where I wanted to go or anything set, just wanted things to come out. And that's why the album does seem like it. there is some folkier sounding songs, there are some kind of just electronic sounding songs, and then um, some that are in between both of them, like Help Me and stuff. I don't, not sure what kind of song that is. But it all ended up 
working together, I think. But it wasn't like a plan. I didn't set up set out to write an album like this. It just happened. This was the worst of Karazia's low roar seems like the perfect music to come out of Iceland, sitting comfortably between artists like Sigur Rós, Olafur Arnold, and Amina. The self-titled album was released in October of 2011. For Echoes, I'm John DiLiberto. Ryan Karazia, gone at only age 40. Ryan came back to Echoes in 2014, played another live set, and sat for another interview. At that point, the marriage that caused him to move to Iceland had dissolved, and that plays out all over the second low-roar album called Zero. Ryan Karazia has experienced a few life changes since his visit to Echoes in 2011. That was when the first Low Roar album came out. At that time, he had just moved to Iceland to be with his new wife. But it doesn't take much reading between the lines of his new album to hear that in three years, things have changed. Yeah, you know, just things happened. There was a lot of things that happened in, in between that last time we've seen each other. Just in just life stuff. Yeah, and so it just didn't work out, but we're okay. It's for the best, I think. Karazia has been a bit evasive here, but his new CD, Zero, reads as a singer-songwriter's breakup album blueprint, which is what happened as he and his wife got divorced. The signs are there on the opening track, Breathe In. Karazia still isn't at a point to dwell on it. I wrote this song actually on Loi's couch of this old apartment I used to live in. It was probably one of the first ones written for the album, but then I just wrote the words. I was I remember I was sitting in a car in a parking lot in in this town called Akronis and I just wrote them real fast, like just out. That was it. It sounded like you're getting trying to get to some a kind of a real primal feeling in the most direct way you could. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Not sure. Karazia is sitting in our studio with his low-roar bandmates drummer Loi Gundersen and keyboardist Leifer Bjornsson. Trim and compact, he's wearing a black knit cap, black jeans, and a black t-shirt. Even the tattoos that decorate his bare arms like warrior symbols are black. 
but the dark image is belied by his deep brown eyes and a disarmingly friendly smile. He seems happy enough, but there are some songs that make you think we're lucky that Ryan Carazia is still alive. Half Asleep sounds like a song written from the abyss. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't consciously sit down and, and think about anything when I was doing it. I just was humming it in my head, was coming up with these words, and then it just came out. And I never sat and thought, like, what is this about? Because it sounds like a song about suicide, maybe, contemplating suicide. Yeah, maybe. I, But I'm not suicidal. You don't seem suicidal. No. But maybe, maybe you were at some point. Or... Not, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. You know, and so maybe you feel low. Maybe that kind of came out, and that's where it finds its place. Because I'm, I'm a happy person. I'm always feeling really happy. Generally, I went through a few phases over the last year where, but I, I tend not to show that to people. So maybe this is its release. You know. Carazia has couched his songs of loss and regret in the atmospheric landscapes he began on his first album. It's a dreamy brand of ambient pop with everything, from Ryan's voice to his instrumentalists, bathed in effects and reverb. I mean, I've always kind of liked stuff a bit floatier and, and, and dreamier, creepier. Garazia has a penchant for enigmatic titles. On his first album, it was the song Friends Make Garbage, Good Friends Take It Out. On Zero, that falls to the tune Vampire on My Fridge, an image that at first strikes you as amusing until you hear the poignant story behind it. My ex-wife, her son had a picture on our fridge of a vampire. And then I had done the demo of the song and I didn't know what I was going to put it in as. And I looked up and there was a vampire on my fridge. It's called Vampire in the Fridge. Is this man a home? Temporarily found When the wheat overgrown Will the cold winter's clouds While Ryan Carazia is reluctant to talk about his failed marriage, he does address it directly on the song, Nobody Loves Me Like You. You know, I remember sitting at the pump organ, and I still have the piece of cardboard. I couldn't find any paper, and I had this piece of cardboard, and I just took a sharpie and wrote out, like, the first verse. And then I thought, screw it, I'm going to just go for, like, I'm going to write a hook, like one hook, like... So then I just was playing and then I said this line. Nobody loves me like you. After reading what the first verse said, it was kind of like a obvious that the parent something's not happening or working out and you're aware of it. And just trying to like get out and figure that out before you just hate each other and, cr and crush that. But, but then at the same time, you know, this person probably knows you better than anybody else. So. 
Sitting is the son of a dying man Comfort in exchange for the promised land Waiting for the other to break open Oh baby, sometimes there's no such thing as more Low Roars Zero is a CD that grows deeper and more profound on each listening. After you've read between the lines of heartbreak, anger, and regret in his lyrics, one might assume that the title, Zero, is a negation of all things or a return to Ground Zero. But that's the one thing on Low Roars' album that has a more benign explanation. I didn't want there, any of Low Roar albums ever to have a title. I always wanted them to be just like the one with the deer on it, the one with the face on it, the one whatever the next one is. But I didn't want a title, but apparently now with all these you know, iTunes and all this stuff, you have to label it something to differentiate between it. So I said, just put the one with the face on it. You know? um, and Andrew didn't like that, I don't think. So he said, what if we just did a symbol? But then I think our manager, Amy, got on a kick, and all of a sudden the next thing I saw was zero to come out this and I was like Amy it doesn't mean anything it's just a symbol to differentiate from the last one that's the easy way This album by Low Roar is called Zero on Tone Quake Records. For Echoes, I'm John DiLibretto. That interview with Ryan Carazzi and Low Roar was from 2014. Since then, Low Roar released three more albums, the last being Maybe Tomorrow, which was released just this year in 2022. It's been reported that another album was nearly complete and will be released sometime in the future. I was really saddened to hear Ryan's passing. His songs came from his own deep, personal experience, but had a wider, more universal impact. He left the planet on October 29 after complications from pneumonia. He was only 40 years old. I will have a link to Low Roar's albums in the posting for this podcast at echoes.org. That's echoes, E-C-H-O-E-S dot org, O-R-G. I'm John DiLiberto. This has been the Echoes Podcast from PRX. See you next time, tonight on the radio, somewhere in the country, or at Echoes Online, right now, or whenever you want.